Psalm 30, verse 5, the eight part we did last week for his anger is but for a moment, right? Amen. Today, I want to read Psalm 30, verse 5, the B part. His favor is for a lifetime. That's what I want to talk about today. Frequently asked questions about God. Can I get God's favor again? Can I get God's favor again? Remember, he was angry at David. And then David recognized something. He says, for his favor is for a lifetime. Amen. The favor of God can be described as tangible evidence that a person has the approval of the Lord. Amen. When we are favored by God, or when we have the favor of someone, we want to be with that person. We delight in them. We connect with them. We, we spend time together. Amen. When you have favor with people, when you have favor, amen, it is something that is not earned. It's something that is developed. Am I right about it? You see, we usually, when we have favor with people, it's based on a transaction. It's based on you do something for me and I do something for you, and then all of a sudden, we have favor with one another. Do I have anybody? God shows favor, though, to his people. God connects with his people through favor. But there's a distinction between natural favor and supernatural favor. Listen to me real good. There's a distinction between natural favor and supernatural favor. Natural favor can be earned, but God's supernatural favor can't be earned. If you work hard enough, long enough, you can get people to like you. You can get people to accept you most of the times, but that acceptance has to be maintained. In other words, if I stop treating you right, then you're going to stop treating me right. Amen? Favor with people is transactional. Having to say the right things all the time. You can't be real with each other because if I really tell you what I think about you, come on somebody, then we will no longer have favor with one another. Favor, listen to this real good, having to say and do all the right things all the time in order to stay in favor with people, write this down, is a form of bondage. In other words, I got to act a certain kind of way in order for us to stay in a relationship, tell your neighbor that's not favor. That's not favor at all. Amen. That's performance. That's not favor. But, but here's, where, here's where I'm going with this. Here's where I'm going with this. David in this passage, and you got to understand this passage. This passage is very, very important, very, very clear. David had come to a point in his life where he was out of the favor of God. As a matter of fact, he was experiencing the anger of God. And I told you last week, right, and I gave you the solution, I gave you the answers last week, that, and I, we asked a question, because that's the name, title of the series, frequently asked questions about God, how long does God stay angry at me? And I told you last week, only for a moment. 
See, a lot of times we keep ourselves in the punishment phase of our relationship with God because we think God is still mad. You ever think that somebody's mad at you, but they're not really mad anymore? Come on, somebody. And oftentimes that's what we do with God. And David, who had messed up, he had numbered the people. Pride had set in, and David had yet lost his mind, but he realized something about God, that God is different than people. Thank God that God treats us different than people, right? If God acted like some of the people we know, God would have, watch this, we've been written off a long time ago. Do I have anybody? But David here had lost his mind, and in losing his mind, David asked a question in verse 9. Look at verse 9. He says, what profit is there in my blood? If I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it declare your faithfulness? So David understood something, even though God was angry at him. Even though God's anger was there for a moment, David understood that, and he, present a, he presented, if you would, a proposition to God. He, he said to God, God, now if I die, who's going to praise you? If I, what profit would it be? Listen, let me, let me help somebody with something. God is not punishing you just because he wants to punish you. He is sometimes allowing the stuff that's happening in our lives, watch this, to bring us back to a place of peace. Do I have anybody? And oftentimes we're, we're thinking, and I believe that the God you imagine and the God in the Bible has to line up. The text says, the text says, for his anger, verse 5, his anger is but what? For a moment. God doesn't want us to waste our time and energy in trying to earn favor. He wants us to trust him for it. When God gives you his favor, amazing things start happening. Doors start opening. Come on, somebody. Circumstances start changing. Stuff start working out in your favor because, watch this, it is not something you deserve or something you earn. It's something that God wants to give you. So the question is, when God gives you favor, right, how does that look? How long does it take to get it back? Good questions, right? David knew that he was outside of the will of God. And if you look at the passage very carefully, he says his, his anger is but for a moment. But look what the text says. The text says his anger. Favor. Now let me explain to you what this word favor means. This word favor means acceptance. This word favor in the Hebrew, the Hebrew, it means goodwill. It literally means what is acceptable. Here's what I love about God's favor. He knows what I need. He knows what's acceptable to me. And he tailor fits it for me. Tell your neighbor what God has for me is for me. Come on, somebody. I can't have your favor. You can't have my favor. But God will give me the favor that fits me. That's why we ought not to envy anybody and what they have. Why? Because what they have is for them. Do I have anybody? David recognized something. And I really, really important that you understand the context, right? He says now his anger is but for a moment, but his favor. So before you can understand 
amen, and answer the question, what you have to do first is understand the nature of God's favor. You have to understand the what? The nature of God's favor. First of all, write this down. His favor is a grace gift. I'm going to say it one more time. There's a difference in favor and doing a favor. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't have to do anything to get God's favor. Let me say this about God's favor. It is a grace gift. It's a gift. It's something I don't deserve. It is something that I can't buy. Some people are trying to buy favor. Some people are trying to buy their way back to God. And God said, you could throw as much dollar signs as you want to me. That's not going to get you what you need. You need peace and only I can provide that peace. Do I have anybody? So it is a grace gift. When David said his favor, because here's the reason why I say it's a grace gift. Because David understood that I deserve what I've gotten but God, in a moment in time, he turned my circumstances around and he moved me from discipline to blessing. Do I have anybody? And, 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 and what's interesting about this is because David understood that, man, if I really got what I deserve. Come on, somebody. Somebody can testify. If I got what I deserve today, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Do I have anybody? Watch what he says. Watch he says his favor. The next thing about God's favor you need to understand is that not only is his favor a grace gift, but his favor, watch this, frees you from worrying. See, if I know I have favor from God, then I don't have to worry. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to stop worrying. Freedom is something you can't buy. Oh, I wish I had somebody. If you bought it, it wasn't free. <laughs> You're going to catch that on the, way on, on the way home on Reed Road. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. His favor frees you from worrying. Somebody here, you worry about everything. You worry about this, that, and everything else. And God is saying, you have my favor because you are a child of God. Do I have anybody? God's favor frees us from worrying. It frees us from being concerned about things that only God can handle. You see, that's why I just said, I'm not going to worry about that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put that in the Lord's hands. And guess what? God is going to handle Listen, he created everyone, and he created all kinds of situations and circumstances, and whatever I can't handle myself, I put it in the Lord's hands, and it stops me from worrying about things I cannot change anyways. David understood, man. Listen, if, I, if I'm going to worry, why pray? If I'm going to worry, why sit back and trust God? Somebody here today, you worried about everything. Listen, you got to leave that to God and watch it work out. How many know he can work it out? How many know that he is in control of everything? David said his favor, his favor, it is a grace gift. 
It is a, it, it frees you from worrying. Look what text, the next thing about God's favor is this. You ready? I'm going to bless somebody with this one right here. I'm going to bless somebody in here because, watch this. Some of you, I see favor on you right now. I'm going to say it one more time. You wear it well. Come, y'all should be shouting right now. Let me talk to this side. You wear it well. Favor looks good on you, and you wear it well. So here's my next point. You ready? His favor isn't always fair. Now, what does that mean? God's favor isn't fair because along with God's favor comes envy. Oh, come on, somebody. Comes opposition. Comes jealousy. You remember when you made, made it? Remember when you made it up a little bit? Remember when you left those friends behind? Remember when you left those people behind? What they started doing? They started talking about you. They started envying you. Watch this. They, listen, they, they thought you weren't going to make it, but God says, I had a different plan for your life, and my favor is what has brought you to this point. And I'm talking to somebody here this morning that you need to understand it isn't fair, but watch this. You better keep wearing it. It comes with opposition. Listen, don't forget. Watch this. I'm going to show you why I say it isn't fair. Watch this. Joseph, when he was dreaming, he had a dream. I mean, he had a dream. Yeah. You're dreaming about stuff. Right? He said to his brothers, listen, one day I'm going to run things. Tell your neighbor he had favor. The Bible says not only did he have favor with, with, his, with God, but he had favor with his dad. His dad made him a multicolor tunic, put it over him, and one morning he woke up and he shared. This is why you got to be careful about sharing your dreams with everybody because some people are haters. Watch this. And what they're going to do, they're going to pull you right down and they're going to throw you in the pit. So J Joseph's favor got him a pit experience, but he went from the pit to the prison to the palace. I'm trying to help somebody. Tell your neighbor it isn't fair. What he went through was necessary for God to change his heart and his mind and his makeup. God had to put him through some pit experiences, some prisons, watch this, so that he would become stronger, that he would become wiser, that he would become better, so that when he got to the palace, he would be the one to redeem Israel. Do I have anybody? Tell your neighbor favor ain't fair. No, no, no. I'm telling your neighbor God's favor isn't fair all the time. It isn't always fair. Listen, listen, listen. Watch this. Watch this now. Watch this now. That's Joseph. Come here, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel was a dreamer, a dream interpreter. Daniel didn't ask for anything. Daniel was put into captivity. Watch this now. And in captivity, he says, listen, I don't want to eat the king's food. I don't want to get drunk off his wine. I don't want to put all that meat in my body. Let me go seven days without eating, 14 days without eating anything but fruits and vegetables. And the Bible clearly says, and the favor of God was with Daniel. Come here, Daniel. Daniel went from that to the lion's den, come on somebody, to the fiery furnace. And when he was in the fiery furnace, tell your neighbor, favor shows up. Let me tell you about God's favor. It's not something you can put your hands on. It's something that just happens when you're in the midst of what you're going through. Watch this, favor will show up 
in the, in, the, in the midst of a storm, favor will show up in the lion's den. When the devil throws you away, God's favor will show up. Do I have a witness? I wish I had somebody. Amen. That God's favor is something that he will give you. But watch this. I'm closing. See, I told you 27 minutes. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. David, in this passage, he's on his sickbed. David had messed up. Look at verse 6. He says, now as for me. Ah. In my. Huh? Now let me, let me help somebody with something today. You may not agree with this, but you got to know the word in order to understand this. You, you see it? We all want prosperity. That word prosperity, you know what the word means? Ease. Security. That's what it means in Hebrew. Sa'al in the Hebrew. It means to have an abundance. We want ease. Don't give me prosperity. Give me favor. Favor will outlast prosperity. Because prosperity is for earth. Favor is taking me to heaven. Oh, come on and say, come on and say amen. Shout, do something. Say, come on, y'all. Don't make me work so hard up here, y'all. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Prosperity will run out. You can lose everything today. But watch this when you have the favor. You can lose your house today and then all of a sudden God is working things out and somebody will show up and say, you know what, I got a brand new house down the street here. And guess what? You could have it at nothing for one dollar. Tell your neighbor, favor <laughs> is better than prosperity. See, I want ease, but I want ease and abundance. But listen, give me favor. But it took David going through what he went through, watch this now, to understand the difference because watch what prosperity does to you. Watch the text. He says, now as for me, I said in my, notice, my. Oh, Lord, don't miss it. David had forgotten who blessed him. David had forgotten who anointed him. David had forgotten who Come on, somebody who appointed him as king, but he was in a transitional period of his life between kingship. Come on, somebody and servitude. God was preparing him. He had to mess up with Bathsheba. He had to go through all this stuff. God had to take all this junk out of him in order to get him to a place where he would lead with integrity. Watch this now. Watch this now. Watch this now. He had 2,000 concubines. David had all kinds of stuff. He had it going on, but he still wasn't happy. And he says, in my what? See, here's the thing about prosperity, y'all. It, it's, it's like a drug. It's it going to keep you chasing and keep you chasing and keep you chasing. But when you know you have favor, come on, somebody. Listen, you may just have enough to pay the mortgage. You may just have enough to eat. 
but you can sleep at night because you know tomorrow is coming. I wish I had somebody. You know that in your lifetime, you will see God do something again and again and again for you that you won't even be able to explain. Do I have a witness? Somebody know what I'm talking about. Somebody here have experienced his favor. You went from prosperity to favor. But watch this. Watch this, watch this now. Watch the text. He says, in my prosperity, I said I will never be what? Huh? He said, in my prosperity, I said I will never be moved. So in other words, David was getting more security in his prosperity than his relationship with God. Tell your neighbor, I want favor. I got one more point. I'm going to sit down. The last thing of this passage, back to verse 5, it says his favor is for what? It's for what? It's for what? Okay, so let me, let me ask this question. How long do you want your blessings to last? How long before you get, let me, let me ask this question. How long before you're broke again? Next paycheck? Or the next one? Or the next one? See, I don't want that. Because that's linked to what? Prosperity. But what I really want Tell your neighbor, I want the lifetime plan. Tell your neighbor, I want the lifetime plan. I want the life. Lord, give me the lifetime plan. Watch the text. The text says his favor is for a lifetime. Last point, write it down. His favor never runs out. It never, tell your neighbor, it never runs out. Out. It never runs out for the rest of your entire life. You will never lack a day in your life. Do you hear me? And I'm not telling you to do it on no boo-boo-boo stuff. I'm talking about you got the favor of God. You ain't got to fall down on the ground. You ain't got to flip. You ain't got to do nothing. But live your life. For Jesus. Give your heart to him. His favor. Come out of the anger zone. Come out of the punishment phase. And move into the favor phase. Because the favor means. You, will you, have, a, you have a lifetime membership. See I don't understand why people do that with church man. I don't understand it man. Part of you being in the church. Is part linked to your lifetime favor. You are God's favored one. How can you have the favor of a living God and still live a defeated life? This is better than money. Better than winning the lottery. Listen, it's better than winning the lottery for life. You know the lottery for life stuff? I watched, you ever watched that series where people win the lottery? I watched this guy, he said, man, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. 
He said, I get up every day. I got women in my pool every day. I don't even know who they are. Every single day, every single month, I get a $10,000 check for the rest of my life. I'm lazy. I'm unproductive. We think that that's the answer. Money is not the answer to everything, but you need money to get by, and God will give you money. He'll give you health. Don't forget your health. You want money. What about your health? He'll give you strength. He'll give you a right mind. He'll give you love. He'll give you joy. He'll give you peace. He lets you enjoy the stuff. I want to enjoy it, not just have to keep grinding to keep it. But when you have faith, Tell your neighbor it never runs out. You have unlimited access to what to watch this to what belongs to God. Watch this. What, what belongs to God? Ready? The earth is the Lord's. Cattle on a thousand hills. Everything in the earth belongs to Him. Unlimited favor for a lifetime. Who wouldn't sign up for that plan? He may be angry with me. But it's just for a moment. The Bible says that God has stored up goodness for those who fear him. God has plenty of goodness in storage. Watch this. I'm going to say it one more time. He got plenty of favor in storage. Many people today have so much stuff that they can't hold it all in their homes, so they, in an effort to control the overflow, they've rented storage space. God's favor is in storage. And watch this that belongs to those who reverence Him. He has stuff that He wants to share with you, He is ready to share with you, and He desires to share it with you. But the question is, do you want it? And as I close today, you've got to understand. You say, how long, Pastor, before I get God's favor again? Immediately. It never runs out. So check this out. So even under his discipline, you got favor. Because it's favor that didn't destroy you. It's favor that kept you. It's favor that kept your rent paid. It was favor that kept you with your right mind. It's favor that kept you in good health and strength. Listen, don't lose your health, y'all. Then you'll find out another favor of God that he's a healer. His favor is a grace gift. His favor frees you from worrying. And his favor isn't always what? Fair. And lastly, his favor never Never, never runs out. Let me say this, and I'm done. If we as God's people were to get this, to get this, you know, the Bible says he gives to his beloved even in their sleep. While you sleep in God is multiplying. While you're sleeping, you ain't got to go chase nothing. God's going to bring it right to you. I'm going to say it one more time. He's going to bring it right to you. His favor will walk right up to your door and knock on your door. Now let me ask this question to you. 
are you in the lifetime club? Or did you get a temporary membership? I ain't just saying it, man. I know I got the favor of God. And listen, and here's how I know. Because I mess up so much. <laughs> listen, favor is not based on you acting right. Favor is about your position in Christ. Favor is about your relationship with Christ, Jesus. That your blood bought, you are sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. And watch this. And he wants to give it to you every single day of your life. Even when life gets hard. It was the favor that brought him.